Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Welcome to our number three of Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galina along with uh, George Kurtz and Sean Angle producing our show, keeping us flying straight like he always does. London Series going on, uh, Red Sox leading the Yankees 4-2. to two. But uh, I've said this a couple of times already, just based on what we saw yesterday. Uh, I don't think any any lead is safe in this ballpark there, George. Well, there's certainly no chance in hell the score is ending 4-2. All right. Mm. Uh, so the over, I meant the over-under was, what I say, was 16? Uh, 15. Yeah. And I still got the over 15. here. Six runs in an inning and a half. So uh, it's still well on pace to get over 20 runs there. Very sunny field, right? These outfielders are having trouble seeing the ball. Yeah, they, they mentioned that yesterday as well. Uh, tough mm-hmm. to pick. They got a lot. Oh, the, remember, the, uh, the seats are white, so that's hurting mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, good they're, point. Obviously, yep. there are fans in the seats, so they're not really right. truly white, but the seats are white. It's a soccer stadium. This is not meant for baseball whatsoever. It's a soccer stadium, so there's going to be mm-hmm. some issues here. Don't get me wrong. I think they've done a fantastic job. You know, I mean, uh, all the players say the same thing. The field plays well. It plays fast. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's small. You know, they couldn't make it, uh, you know, uh, deeper, deep enough. It, it is what it is. But uh, there, there are some issues here. But still, it's, it looks like it's a beautiful stadium. Weird with the uh, that overhang there that we're looking at now. That's going to ca- capture some foul balls. And Lord knows, there's enough yeah. foul territory there. I mean, this is this is Oakland uh, on this is Oakland on steroids. Is what it is. <laughs> Oakland has a lot of yeah. foul territory as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, uh, you know, we were talking uh, about the Rays and, you know, how they've kind of come back down to earth a little bit. They are seven games behind the Yankees, uh, 47 and 36. Blake Snell, uh, 11.94 ERA in his last five starts. Batting average against during those last five starts, 375. He says he feels good. He says the pitches are, are, are moving the way he wants them to. Uh, what do you think? You think this is a buy low opportunity? I think yeah. I, I don't mind. I don't mind. Uh, the problem is when it comes to Snell. I think if I own Snell and I do in a league or two, I can't get enough for him to uh, trade him because people are going to try to buy low. And means I'm not going to. I'm not going to give him away. I'm not. I don't think he's been the same pitcher since he hurt his foot. Remember that bad, that another weird injury, if you want to believe it? Uh, he dropped some kind of furniture on his toe in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know about you, Joe. I don't have much furniture in the bathroom. That's, I think it's going to drop uh, and hurt me. Uh, yeah. But, hey, number yeah. one, I'm not making $10 million My a year. My bathroom's either, not big so. enough to put that kind of furniture in the bathroom. Exactly. You know? <laughs> uh, exactly. You know, so, uh, once again, another strange injury. Uh, whatever. But I, I, he hasn't been the same picture since. And mm-hmm. I stated when the injury happened that, wow, he's coming back at the missing one start. That's it? He's got a broken toe? You know, either way, whether I forget whether it was his push-off uh, foot or his landing foot, that wasn't going to be a good thing. He's got to be feeling that. You would think it's healthy now and healed, but maybe it never has because he's never gotten the rest. You know, mm-hmm. it just seems to me that he's had problems ever since. You know, we saw that Yankee start. He was gross. He gave seven runs to Minnesota, six to the Yankees. He gave six to Detroit. I mean, this is three of his past five starts. They'd have a good start against Boston, a good start, uh, or an okay start against the uh, the Angels. But even that was three runs in three innings. That's just not, not very okay at all. So he's struggling mm-hmm. to save at least. So uh, concerning. Concerning here. I think he's a guy right now who, and I hate to say it, I can't start him. You probably, you, you know, I, I can't. 
I'm going to need to see a good start or two before I put him back in my lineup. Right. Uh, and as your uh, great, great analysis, great point. And I'm just watching uh, Judge running out of room, <laughs> chasing down uh, ball in the outfield with all that uh, foul territory. I mean, he, he looked exhausted once he got there. <laughs> How about poor Michael Chambers, the first baseman for Boston? When he's had a chase, uh, I think yeah. now in two games or, you know, 10 innings, he's had a chase, I think it's five balls now, and he hasn't caught any of them. And they've all landed in play, and he hasn't caught any right. of them yet. You know, because there's, there's a lot of room there. It's 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 more than yeah. Oakland, mainly because mm-hmm. of all down the line is so much here. Hell, I'm surprised the bullpens aren't on the field. That's how much room there is there. Uh, it's another yeah. little pet peeve of mine, by the way, that when the bullpens are on the field, that should not happen. But uh, yeah, lots of foul room here. I think it was Jason Collette who tweeted out yesterday, and he's right, that if all major league teams played uh, – on this on this field, the batting average would be two thirty. They hit a lot of home runs, yeah. sure, but the batting average would be two thirty because you'd lose a ton of outs. Yeah. All right. So we've been talking uh, about um, you know second half uh, going forward in fantasy baseball. So you're the closer guru. Uh, Jordan Hicks going down rest of season, right? Uh, Jordan Hicks owners do. Who's out there? Uh, you know, on the waiver wire, can you give any of our listeners some uh, advice in terms of maybe guys that uh, could potentially benefit from maybe the current closer being traded? and them uh, inheriting the closer position. And any guys that maybe we should look to stash? No. Next segment. Okay, bye. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Uh, listen, St. Louis, that was that was brutal, right? Uh, Hicks, uh, Tommy John surgery, got hurt. Uh, it was, certainly was brutal for me. And it was brutal for a lot of fantasy owners before I, this reason. I had him in a couple teams, Hicks, too. Hicks got hurt last weekend. All right, so we knew about mm-hmm. it Sunday night. And then the Cardinals general manager comes out before Fab going, oh, yeah, it's going to be Gant. Gant will be the guy you want. He, uh, we, we expect him mm-hmm. to be the closer. And so a lot of us went out and got Gant. I know I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got Gant. Yeah, got Gant. And then you find out the next day, oh, just kidding. It's going to be Carlos <laughs> Martinez. And we're not even sure about that yet, by the way, because they haven't had a save opportunity this week. You know, so mm. we've been told it's Carlos Martinez, but we still don't know. So uh, now we had to go out and get Carlos Martinez. So once again, I'll mm-hmm. take the manager at his word, Mike Schilt, that it's going to be Seamart, and he's the guy you want over Gant. Uh, but like I said, they, they only had five games this week, St. Louis, and they have not had a save opportunity yet. Right now, the Cardinals aren't scoring. So you want a quick rundown of your, uh, your closers here. Arizona, Greg Holland. Yeah, he's pretty much uh, safe there. Uh, not doing much lately. Luke Jackson's turned it around for Atlanta. He's also pitching very well again to sort of solidify that job. They did recall A.J. Minter, who did steal a save earlier this week against the Mets, but that may have been more because Jackson had pitched three of the, uh, the prior four days. I still believe Atlanta will look towards strengthening the bullpen by the deadline, but it may not be a mm-hmm. closer anymore. It just may be another top, uh, a top setup guy. So Luke Jackson may be okay. Uh, certainly in the near term he is. I don't think anyone cares about Michael Givens. Boston's a train wreck. I mean, if they're, if they're to they get really back are. into this, Joe, <laughs> they have to acquire a closer. They have to. They, they, they just have to. You know, and we knew this all season long. Now, Boston does have some younger prospects that they may be thinking about calling up in the second half, hoping one of those guys are, can close. And this is something mm-hmm. we've known about since March, that this may be in the way they were playing it. Uh, but it, right now, it's not working out, and it may, co- it may cost them playoff spot. All these games they're blowing here. It's funny. Their overall bullpen ERA is good. It's closing and this, I guess it goes to his mentality. They can pitch in the 6th, 7th, and 8th, but these guys can't pitch in the ninth. So strange mm-hmm. there. Uh, Kimbrell, obviously, he's there at the Cubs now. If you're a Pedro Strope owner, sorry. Uh, hear what Strope said about Yasuo Puig yesterday, by the way? No, I know that uh, there was an issue where uh, uh, Puig uh, got brushed and <laughs> charged yeah, the, the mound. He, yeah, yeah. What did he say? Puig, he came out there and uh, Strope in uh, the interview. After this call, I mean, more than once, just called Puig outright stupid. Just a stupid really? player. You know, okay. Yeah, I mean, wow. Please, for the love of God today, Joe, please let Strope pitch against Puig today. Please let this happen. Please, I deserve this. I want to see this happen. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's going to be fireworks today uh, if it uh, were to come to that. Uh, White Sox, Cologne, could he be dealt? I know this is where you're sort of looking at. Could uh, the White Sox deal yeah. Cologne? If they're probably mm-hmm. out of it. I mean, they're not out of it yet, but they're not going anywhere. Could they move Cologne? You know, you wonder if that could be moved. Uh, Rysel Iglesias is somebody you have to worry about right now with Cincinnati. All right, he's the, you know, he lost a couple of save opportunities to Michael Lorenzen. And he came in the other day and gave up four runs and got trashed. 
So you wonder if his job's a little bit on the line here. I don't think it is, but he's upset about he's he's complained about his role sometimes being brought into tie games, being brought into non-save opportunities. I lo- I hate when players complain about that. By the way, your job is to pitch whenever the manager tells you to freaking pitch, okay? Because yeah. uh, yes. it's a tie game, you shouldn't give up 18 runs. So once again, Iglesias might be in a little bit of trouble. I don't think it's major trouble, but it's a little bit of trouble. Cleveland, there's some noise that they could deal him. Brad Hand. Because once they they might trade Trevor Bauer, right? They don't want to trade these guys, but they have to play a different game. They sort of have to play the game that Tampa Bay has to play. You know, they they can't afford afford all these guys all the time. Could they trade Brad Hand uh, if they can get good prospects back in return? Maybe uh, Wade Davis. Uh, we thought that his job may be on the line, or actually he, he may be replaced. Because even uh, the manager there had said, but Black yeah. had said that you know, we may have to look in a different direction. But Davis got the save last night. So maybe he's, once again, safe for now, but he's certainly not as safe as he was, you know, beginning of the year. He's pitched pretty pathetically all year. And if you have Wade Davis and Scott Oberg is on your waiver wire, once again, if you have a dead spot, you want to get Oberg. There you go. Just to cover yourself there, you want to get Oberg. Mm -hmm. Detroit, Shane Green. The problem with this is, Joe, I say this every year, he has to be traded, doesn't he? He has to be. (laughs) You know, someone has to grab him. And outside of a team like Boston – I don't. He wouldn't be a closer for a contender. He'd be a setup guy. So you'd actually probably be upset if Shane Green would uh, dealt and you own Shane Green. But I expect him to be traded. Mm-hmm. A Sooner's not going anywhere. Nobody wants Kennedy. Robles has pitched well for the Angels. Uh, not going anywhere. Jansen's fine. Sergio Romo, I think, will be dealt at some point. You know, but he won't be a closer for a new team. You're going to get screwed there if you have Romo right now. Then again, why would you have Romo? It's Miami. Uh, haters save. Minnesota's going with the committee. Uh, they're another team, by the way. I mentioned earlier that they are... Uh, they were looking at Mass and Bumgarner. That didn't work out. Maybe they'll revisit those talks. But they're also in on relievers, whether it could be another part of the committee or just a, a true closer there. Minnesota's definitely going to go for it this year. Edwin Diaz. Could the Mets trade him, Joe? And Mets, uh, the Mets there are rumors. Right? It's a, yeah. yeah. Right? It's a, it would it's take a, a miracle. Fire. That's what their manager said. <laughs> it would take a miracle. Uh, <laughs> Please, for the love of God, someone shoot Mickey and put him out of his misery. Has this has this week been any worse for the Mets? Oh, I mean, you my think God. about it. You know, they, he threatens the reporter. He screws up the apology. Mm-hmm. Jason Vargas mm-hmm. threatens him that he won't apologize, and now the Mets are mad at him. And then something happened during their celebration of the '69 Mets yesterday, where they didn't invite certain players, or they forgot these guys were alive, or something silly like that. It's like, oh, my God, this has been a horrific week for the Mets. Uh, really horrific. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, I, th- I think you need to shoot Mickey just to put him out of his misery. Fire the man. I mean, I, th- I think he wants to be fired at this point. Collect his check and just get the hell out of New York. But I don't think Diaz will be traded for this reason. That's Brody admitting a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. A huge mistake. Unless you can get one hell of a hole for Diaz and you're not getting Kalanick back or anybody like him back. You know, and Diaz isn't pitching well. You don't want to be selling low. You know, so mm. good luck there, but I wonder if he gets dealt. Uh, Chapman, uh, we know he's the, the Yankee closer. Hendricks is in until uh, uh, training is back from his injury. Training shouldn't be gone much much past the All-Star break. I think he'll be fine. Uh, there is news that David Robertson expects to be back to Philadelphia by the end of July. I don't know if that matters. Nearest has pitched very well. I think that closing job is mm-hmm. his. Robertson goes back to being uh, the you know, a top setup guy. I think that's the way that'll stay there. Uh, Vasquez with Pittsburgh. I mentioned they're five games out. Uh, I don't know how, but they are. So I don't think they'll move him anyway. And I think Vasquez will stay with uh, Pittsburgh there. I already mentioned Seamart. San Diego wants pretty much your firstborn child, your secondborn child, and mm-hmm. anything else they can get for Kirby Yates. So I don't think he gets dealt. San Fran will sell anything that's not nailed down, but they want a lot for Will Smith. But I think there's a right. chance he gets moved. Once again, left-handed relief is so valuable. I expect him to be traded there. Uh, Seattle, no one cares about Ronas uh, Elias. Uh, Emilio Pagan closing right now with Tampa Bay. Jose Alvarado is back from his personal leave there. Came back yesterday, pitched the ninth inning. Wasn't the same situation, but pitched, uh, pitched well. I think he is your closer again for Tampa Bay. Texas is in it. I mentioned this, uh, I think, to Cam yesterday. Texas is just screwing themselves here. I mean, they're actually in the race here, which means they can't trade any of these guys to get better. They're not a great team. They're not they, a great team at all. Team ends but, today. They'd be the they wild actually, card. They'd be, <laughs> right. They'd be the wild card. And they have to go for it here. So they're not going to trade Kelly. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and Kelly is your closer right now. Jose LeClerc just can't get it together, especially not in the ninth inning. He's having problems. Ken Giles, could he be dealt? Could he be dealt, Joe? 
Toronto, that's a close that uh, teams are going to look at there. Toronto, once again, we just said it with Bo Bichette, no reason to really stay in this mm-hmm. thing, right? They should go away. Right. So I wonder if uh, Giles gets dealt here. He has rehabilitated himself, right? Had some meltdowns with Houston, you know, especially uh, facing the Yankees a couple of times, and he had uh, problems with the manager, but he has rehabilitated himself. I wonder if Giles gets moved uh, as a closer to a, um, a contending team here. And who's that next in line there? Uh, you wouldn't care. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> Tapera right. went healthy. Daniel Hudson, it'd be, you, you wouldn't mm-hmm. care. Uh, Washington, right. Sean Doolittle is safe. I, Washington never seems to want to add to their bullpen, which just kills them every year. I mean, you talk about a team that just doesn't get it. Yeah, you might right. want to add to yeah. that bullpen, but Sean Doolittle's their man, your man there. I think now that Washington has creeped back into this race a little bit, although losing to Detroit yesterday, mm, really can't do that. Uh, I think they'll add, and I think bullpen is where they'll add, but I don't think they'll add anything heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nationals uh, two and a half games out in the wild card. Great analysis from you, George. Uh, good stuff uh, from the closer guru. Uh, and uh, we have a few minutes before we get to the next commercial. Uh, who are you looking at uh, off of the waiver wire? I'm going to throw a name at you from from the past who's been pretty hot uh well just one one start but jesse chavez any interest in him 6.1 innings pitched uh, i know it was against the tigers i get it but uh no walks no earned runs uh yeah i'll throw out a couple of names to you tell me if any of them really stick out at you from offensively uh lourdes guriel uh, 310, 14 home runs, five home runs, eight RBI in his last seven games. Chris Taylor, uh, 54% ownership in Yahoo leagues, eligible second short outfield, uh, 447, three home runs in his last four games, add two stolen bases. Uh, Eric Sogard, 18% owned, 391, four home runs in his last 16 games, throw two stolen bases. Any of those guys interest you at all? They're all be short-term guys. You know, uh, Chavez really not. No. Uh, I'd rather mm-hmm. have a uh, top setup guy to protect my uh, ratios there. Taylor does, but playing time is always going to be an issue there. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be. You're going to have some problems. You don't know if he's going to play every day, but he's a good ball player. Uh, I do like Gurriel, maybe the hot, or certainly one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now. Yes. Well, he's a guy yep. in, probably in two weeks, three weeks, you're going to want to move on from. Sogard, not so much there. Gurriel and Taylor interest me the most. But like I said, Taylor, playing time is a problem. Gurriel, three weeks, you're going to want to move on. Mm-hmm. All right, good stuff. So when we come back, uh, I want to check in one last thing in terms of with baseball. You know, we spent a lot of the preseason talking about where Bryce Harper and Manny Machado were going to end up. Let's just check in on their numbers, see what they're doing lately, and then uh, want to switch gears, talk a little fantasy football. The uh, FSGA, that's what the uh, FSTA morphed into, had their expert draft this week. And we'll take a look at uh, some of the results from that. Look at some ADPs. Weekend fantasy update in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galena, George Kurtz, Sean Angler. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Juggling to George Kurtz. Aha! Sean Angle producing our show. Aha, Sean Angle! <laughs> Take on me. <laughs> Classic 80s tune. I uh, love the, the cartoon type of uh, video uh, from back in the day, George. Remember that uh, video? Yeah, no, uh, I do, I do, I very mm-hmm. much. So back mm-hmm. when MTV actually played videos, which they yeah. stopped doing, what the late '80s, early '90s. Uh, man, it was a time I used to love MTV. Man, I, was, I, was, I couldn't wait, couldn't wait to come home and watch MTV, and then uh, you couldn't wait to come home and watch the Jersey Shore. I know. 
I never even seen a Jersey Shore. <laughs> uh, I am not a reality show. My reality shows are sports. <laughs> you know, I don't watch. Uh, my, my wife used to like American Idol. I, I've never seen Survivor. Uh, any of these singing uh, shows? That's the one no. I watch. I watch Survivors to this day. Uh, no, I've never seen. And, you know, I, I mean, I've, young, I've seen watch <laughs> Idol. I've seen clips. Uh, not anymore. No, yeah. I never seen Idol of them. You know, every now and then I walk past my wife and she's a, she used to like to watch it. She doesn't watch it anymore. But uh, mm-hmm. never seen that. Never seen uh, the Amazing Race. No, don't care. But mm-hmm. like I said, sports is my reality show. Yeah. Uh, other than that, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. All right. So um, hey. Uh, Preseason, we spoke a lot about uh, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. Uh, just do a little bit more baseball, then switch over to football. Uh, so Bryce Harper and Machado seem to be going in different directions right now. Uh, Bryce Harper, of course, signed the big-time contract with the Phillies. And we've uh, all, you know, kind of brought it up from time to time where, you know, no opt-outs in this guy. So, <laughs> you know. Get those Phillies fans on your side. Overall, batting 243, 14 home runs, 55 runs batted in in his first 83 games. It's been hot and cold. Uh, unfortunately, more cold uh, than hot. Batting 212 in his last 15 games uh, with three home runs, George. Uh, your thoughts on Harper? Oh, my thoughts is this. Uh, you're absolutely right about the opt-out. I mean, if they don't make the playoffs this year, there's going to be a lot of backlash on him. You know, especially, I mean, listen, I guess you're getting what you paid for here. I mean, they're at the, just about at the halfway point. You expect more home runs. He's only on pace for about 27, and I thought he did 40 mm-hmm. this year. He is going to drive in over 100 runs. That's There's value there. Bat, you know, 240. Gets on base, last year. That's what he's bad at. That's what he's batted yeah. three of the past four years. So he is what he right. is. 362, that's, uh, by the way, that's his, almost his third worst of his career is his on base yeah. this year. You, so yeah, he's actually not getting on base four the same for him, right? Over 400, you know. Oh, I don't know about over four. That's asking a lot. But you're certainly asking with 380s, 390s, and he's not mm-hmm. doing it. He's just not doing it. So I think you want more. You know, I think you want more. I think he is probably one of the more overpay, overpaid players in baseball. You know, I think mm-hmm. he's all, he's, a lot of it, he's all hype because he's Bryce Harper. You know, but he's not he's not even in anywhere near what Mike Trout is. And remember what time he was compared to him. He's not Mike Trout. He's nowhere I said nowhere near it. No, no. Yeah, you know, Trout's We've a better ball player in every facet of the game. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Harper is what he is. I mean <laughs> He's always pay, been a very but... streaky guy, never hit for average, like you just said. I mean, you know, a very nice ball player, but uh yeah, I think a little overpriced. If those if those fans turn on him, it's going to be a long twelve and a half years. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Feel bad for him. <laughs> All the way to the uh, bank. I wouldn't right? quite go that far. Right? Yeah, I know. He made his own bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a big boy. Yeah. Uh, Manny Machado with the Padres. Uh, overall numbers: two seventy nine, nineteen homers, fifty four RBI in uh, first eighty games. Uh, I'll bring up the two stolen bases because yeah, you, know, you kind of used to think of him as a guy that could steal fifteen to twenty, but I don't think he's going to be that guy anymore. Uh, seems to be a good citizen. That was one of the things that was uh, of concern. I think uh, that was brought up, uh, you know, while he was a free agent. Although uh, suspension looming for running with an umpire, but hey, you know. You know, uh, players have uh, run-ins with umpires. Why not? But last 15 games, he's been on fire. 424 batting average, nine home runs, 21 RBI. So uh, Machado seems to have kind of pumped up the Padres organization, right? Uh, what's the? I have him at 41 and 40. Uh, you, know, the, you know, they're two games out of the wild card. But uh, I think this is a, a, a team that's going in the right direction. You have, uh, I think, Fran Mill Reyes hit a couple of home runs last night. Uh, I think he's pumped a little bit of optimism into this organization. What do you think? Oh, I agree. I, I agree at all points. There. I think the, uh, the Padres are going in the right direction. This team has got a uh, they got a loaded farm system. Now, they're going to be a good team in a couple of years. So you had a Machado there. You had Hosmer last year. I mean, listen, Hosmer's overpaid. You know, certainly is, but still, he's he's a decent ball player. They have a lot of extra mm-hmm. outfielders. I do wonder if they'll move Renfro at the deadline for even more pieces mm-hmm. here. They brought up Tatis when they really didn't have mm-hmm. to because the uh, you know the players asked for him, and Tatis is already right. a superstar. You know, so mm-hmm. this this is gonna be a team to be reckoned with. They gotta get the pitching figured out. You know, they need uh, they need more pitching. Most teams do, but they uh, they need more pitching there. But this is gonna be a team to be reckoned with. Probably not this year, but in the future. You know, the Dodgers will finally have some competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. So uh, there you go. So uh, well, let's switch gears a little bit now. Uh, talk a little fantasy football. Uh, you're involved in the Scott Fishbowl League? Yes, I am. I have the eleventh uh, pick in my. Uh, in my I was going to ask you, yeah, what your pick is. All right, so yeah, I have the sixth overall, uh, and uh, so I mean, have you have you given some thought as to you know who might be there for you? I mean, I kind of like the eleventh because you know you come right back. It's a, it's a twelve team league, right? It's a. a a super flex league where you're able to, if you if you so choose, and if you're smart, you're going to start two quarterbacks. So, uh, any thoughts as to your uh, strategy? You know, when it comes to drafting in this league. Well, this this is Scott Fishbowl nine. I believe I've been in every one of them. I think I started with uh, Scott Fishbowl one, so I'm very very familiar. It's my favorite type of league, a super flex league. I think all leagues mm-hmm. should be super flex because quarterback is so damn deep. What makes this league a little different is that. Touchdown passes are worth six points, not four. So it is tough. Mm-hmm. Quarter, it, it's in my mind, it's quarterback driven. Now that being said, uh, I said I've been in this league every year since uh, it started, and you never know. You just never know what your division is going to be like and how they're going to draft. That's the only thing I like about drafting eleven is I'll know. Okay, four quarterbacks went before I go. It's it's going to be quarterback crazy. No quarterbacks went. Not going to be quarterback crazy. People are treating it like a normal draft. Or maybe one quarterback goes. So that's that's the only thing I like about drafting deeper is now I can, I'll have an idea, you know, about what's going on here. I can tell you my – I know I go – obviously, if I'm picking 11, I go at 14th as well. Then I don't pick again until I think it's 35. So I can guarantee mm-hmm. you I'm taking a quarterback one of my first two picks. That's no right. doubt in my mind. You know, I, I assume it'll be the 14th pick, and I'm taking the best available running back at 11. I am hoping that a quarterback or two goes, maybe a wide receiver or two, and I get one of my top seven, top eight running backs there. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't know if it'll work out that way. I have no idea. We'll see. I am not going zero running back strategy. So like I said, in all likelihood, I'm taking a running back at 11 and a quarterback mm-hmm. at 14. That's the initial plan here. Uh, the league has some quirks in it. Yeah, they gave me extra bonus points for 50 yards rushing, 50 yards receiving, and 300 yards uh, passing. I think it's uh, I think it's 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 four or five points, something like that, which is strange. I've never seen that before. Uh, I think it still is a PP one. You get a point for first down, which I think all leagues should go with. Uh, I, I kind of mm-hmm. like that. It's a half point PPR. Not a full point PPR. Tight ends get an extra right. bu- bump for catchers yes. uh, and receiving yards, which I don't mind that either. Only problem is, mm-hmm. as much as I'd like to get Kelsey, can't do it in this league because I'm certainly mm-hmm. going to take uh, my quarterbacks. Uh, there is no defense, no kickers, and four flexes. One of those flexes can mm-hmm. be a super flex. So like I said, Joe, uh, mm-hmm. I don't mind saying my strategy on air. I don't care if anybody's listening. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I might yeah. change it up in any way, but almost certainly. At 11, I'm taking a running back. 14, taking a quarterback. I I'm not waiting mm-hmm. until 35, and you know, get what was my quarterback going to be at 35? My first quarterback could be Josh Allen. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, who are you hoping is there for you? And it's going to be running back first, you think? Uh, or I mean, obviously, it depends on what the uh, uh, other teams have done ahead of you. You know, the first 10 picks. But who would you hope would be there for you? I mean, uh, I. You know, let's take a look. The top three, according to the uh, NFC uh, ADPs right now, number one is Mahomes. Number two is Luck. Number three is Rodgers. Let's give you top five. Uh, Deshaun Watson, number four. Baker Mayfield, number five. Well, I I would assume with the 11th pick that Mahomes will be gone. Once again, super flex league. I, I don't think I'm taking the first quarterback. And I've had drafts. I've had a top five pick, and I didn't get a, uh, the first quarterback. So I would assume Mahomes is gone. You know, I think uh, the hype will be up on him. He'll go away. I will take. Uh, I would take one of Luck, Rogers, and Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Those would be my next four, and I'll get one of those four guys. You know, that mm-hmm. if I wanted to take a quarterback at eleven, I think I'd be assured of that. Now, what makes it trickier for me? is, let's say, just for, for giggles here, Mahomes, Luck, and Rodgers all went before I go. Now, I don't necessarily dislike that because that means I get one of my running backs because I think I mm-hmm. have eight running backs that I'd like to get, and I would be assured of getting one then. You know, so I'm okay with that, and I'll take a chance that maybe I get lucky into Sean Watson or Matt Ryan last to me, and he probably will because I don't see the person picking behind me on the turn, 12 and 13, taking two quarterbacks. I don't see that. Mm-hmm. I think they're probably going to do similar to what I do. You know, take a running back and a quarterback, or maybe they maybe they ignore a quarterback. You see, you don't know in this league because so, not everybody knows how to compete in the Superflex League. And uh, right. I don't know about your division, 
But uh, I got a couple of fans in my division. Uh, mm-hmm. and a couple of teams haven't been claimed yet, so I don't know if they're fans or if they're experts. I don't know who they are. They're just you know this right. you know, franchise twenty one, franchise twenty two. So I don't know who these people are yet. So uh, mm-hmm. you, you just don't know what people are going to do. I, I said I've done this uh, draft every year. Sometimes I've been quarterback nuts. I've seen six, seven quarterbacks go in the first round. Sometimes I've seen none, and I have been the only person to take a quarterback in the first round. You, you, right, you just right. never know how people are thinking. You don't know if they check the rules to realize touchdown passes are yeah. six points, not four. Right. You just don't know. Right. Or if they even realize that, it's a two flex. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they, they don't, people don't read rules. Everybody does. It's weird. It's not a money league. It's more about uh, the fun of it. So uh, you don't know if people will take it seriously or if they're going to really, uh, you know, like I said, it's the first thing you tell everybody. Read the rules. Know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, No one wants to hear about it later. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, if I would have known that, well, that's your fault. You should have known that. So uh, mm-hmm. you don't. I I don't know what's going to happen there. It's 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 it is one reason why I don't mind picking at number eleven. That being said, if I had my choice, I like picking at number pretty much between five and seven. So I, I'm never at the end of any runs. Yeah, and I always mm-hmm. go in twelve, thirteen picks rather than here. Where I'm gonna have to wait. You know, I'll go at eleven, go fourteen, then I gotta wait twenty five picks. That that gets annoying. Mm-hmm. Do you, it's talking about quarterbacks, and, and every, I love everything that you said. Uh, great points. Uh, is there that much of a difference, do you think, between uh, you know overall fantasy value of a Luck and a uh, Mahomes? Well, I guess it all depends on what you think about Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. When's he coming back? You know, uh, I mean, it, I personally think that he can't get any. Yeah, he can't get any less games uh, of a suspension. Than Zeke got, and I, I, you know, I know that he's not being uh, prosecuted right now, whatnot. Uh, my, my opinion is, the NFL is going to, you know, punish him, and it's going to be a. What did Zeke get? Six? Because pe- people got six. Four. Yeah, I, he can't get less than six, in my opinion. Yeah, but, I agree with you. I agree wholeheartedly with you that he can't get less than Zeke. People are talking about four. Listen, what people are talking about now means nothing. Man, with Zeke, they were talking about exactly. two, four, and end of the being. So I don't care what people are talking about now. The, the NHL, the NFL is not going to want to make a mockery of this, right? They have that video, that audio tape recording, which is very damning. This kid has had a broken arm. Someone did something. Either he did it yes. or he knows who did it. He's not giving it up. All right. So either way, he's guilty. Right. All right. I can't mm-hmm. see how he doesn't get at least six, if not eight. I think if I'm the NFL, mm-hmm. I'm giving him eight. You know, that, that's just what I'm doing. I'm with you. Because, yeah. you, yeah, I think I'm giving him eight. But I think it's six minimum mm-hmm. here. So, I mean, if he's out if he's out eight, you really only have him for your stretch run uh, for the playoffs and the, and the playoffs. Yeah, so, assuming he's healthy mm-hmm. and ready to go there. If he's out six, even that, that's half the regular season in fantasy. You know, mm-hmm. so, uh, I mean, and I know in the, uh, the league you looked at here, the uh, whatever, the FSGA draft, uh, he went, the th- I think, the yeah. fourth round, early, uh, late in the fourth yes. round. I'm not taking him. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. going to risk it. He'd to, I, I would need better value than that for me to grab him here. So I, I won't be taking him because I, I don't like rolling with dice. I don't, especially on a guy you know he's getting suspended. Even the best case scenario would be the four games, right? That's what you're praying right. for. That's still a third of the regular mm-hmm. season. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. Scott Fishbowl, we only play 12 weeks. So it's a third of the, of the mm-hmm. regular season here. I won't be drafting him. Great, great said, He'd probably point. have to last yeah. to round six or something like that for me mm-hmm. to go for it here. Because I think it's going to be six games, eight games. I think Goodell's pissed. I think he is. I mean, listen, just because there were no charges filed, there were no charges filed against Zeke either. Still got six. Mm-hmm. The only thing I, I think of where it won't be, and maybe it's six and not eight, is because I think a deal could be reached here because they don't want, I don't think the NFL wants to go through the court case again, even though they know they'll win. And they, they will. Mm-hmm. They win every damn time. But I think they may say, all right, fine, we'll cut it down to six, no court case, let's go. Yeah, I could see that happening. But I think uh, if it was me, the NFL, kid involved here, kid has a broken arm. Kid can't fight for himself. Mm-hmm. Kid can't tell you what's going on. There's no money that happened here. You know, I, I have no doubt with the Zeke stuff, you know, people are paid off. You know, I think this happens all the time. You know, they, mm-hmm. they get paid off so they don't testify against them. No, nobody was paid off here. No one got money not to testify. You know, this is a kid with a broken arm. Someone has to speak up for this kid. Uh, if the law can't do it because it's a he said, she said, and they don't really know, then fine. I think the Goodell has to Goodell has to do something here. I would give him eight. Mm-hmm. And so when you said that, that you know you were talking about Tyreek Hill going late in the fourth round of the FSGA expert, you're definitely correct. So at at that value, you're not taking him. But does that does let's I mean does the 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 concern that Hill might be out for eight games uh, would that 
make you take a luck over a Mahomes if both were available and you were ready to take your quarterback? I mean, you got look. What do you have? You have Kelsey, the best tight end in football, and you got Watkins, who has uh, wide receiver one potential but can't stay healthy. Watkins has failed every time to be a wide receiver one. Failed in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Failed with the Rams. He's, yeah. he's not a wide yeah. receiver one. So I'm, I'm not, not saying he is, that. but he has potential. But you know, based no, on doesn't. his skill set, potential's gone. He's been. This is not a rookie here, a second year player. Potential's gone. He doesn't have that potential. All right, I'm not buying that at all. Now, one thing I just realized about the FSGH, it is a 14 team league. So he actually went a little yes. deeper than I was thinking. He went the equivalent of closer to round six. All right, mm-hmm, so now mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I mentioned that's, that's about where I would take him, round six. So I don't mind where he went in this draft. I thought it was a 12-team league. I uh, just, just had to count the teams there. So I'm okay with where he went in this. That's about where I would take him as well. Okay, you know, where, all right. Where Hill went here. But uh, as for your question, would I, would I not take Mahomes? There's no way he has the year he had last year. All right, we, we can see stats right. from over and over and over again. That, that doesn't happen back-to-back years. That being right. said, you, I think it was you take away 14 touchdowns from him, he still has the best season for a fantasy quarterback. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm still taking Mahomes number uh, number one. But in a redraft league, by the way, a regular league, I'll be waiting forever on quarterback. I won't have any of the guys I mentioned. It's only in a super flex league or a two-quarterback league that I'll have a top quarterback. All right, we'll be back with more Weekend Fantasy Update. Fantasy Football Talk. Juggling George Kurtz, Sean Engel. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina and George Kurtz. Final segment of our show. Sean Engel producing our show. Doing a great job as always. Climbing every mountain to uh, entertain you. And uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, at Joe Galina, at J-O-E-G-A-L-L-I-N-A, or at George Kurtz, K-U-R. T-Z. And uh, we're talking uh, fantasy football. Uh, we were talking uh, quarterbacks, uh, looking at the, you know, the draft strategy you might want to take in a uh, super flex league like the Scotty Fishbowl. By the way, fantasycares.net, uh, go to the site. Uh, it, it's a great site started by Scott Fish. Uh, where you could make a monetary donation, and then uh, what happens is Scott Fish takes all the money and uh, buys toys for uh, children around Christmas time. So it's a, a way to you know marry your you know passion for playing fantasy sports and actually doing something nice. So uh, fantasycares.net, a uh, big shout out to Scott Fish for putting it together and putting the fishbowl together as well. Oh, Scott Fish does a, a great job. I mean, a great job. Does, he does yeoman's work, man, for this, what he's done here. Before we get back to football, let me just uh, say some baseball news here so we get everybody caught sure, up. Sure, sure. Uh, I mentioned Luke, yeah. Luke Voigt was out for the Yankees today. Ben Attendee out for the Red Sox. Severino likely out until late August. Piscotti suffered a knee bra sprain last night for the Oakland Athletics. Not in the lineup. Well, not expected to be in the lineup today. Uh, Stroman, apparently that was a pectoral cramp that he suffered yesterday. So he's okay for his next start. The Blue Jays breathe a big sigh of relief because they want to trade this man. Trade him. For, uh, you know, any, any kind of prospects they can get. Uh, Kyle Hendricks of the Cubs. Expected to return to, uh, on Tuesday and pitch for the, uh, the Cubbies there. Uh, hopefully that. That works out there. So, once again, I don't know if it's a two-start week for him, but if it is, I get it. You want to get him in your lineup. If it's not, I'd wait. I mentioned earlier David Robertson uh, expected to be back in late July, but does that really matter? Probably not going to close for the team. Uh, lineup news today. Jay Bruce out of the lineup. Roof Neto Door out of the lineup. Hamstring injury. Uh, Kepler, this is one of the other things I, I don't understand. Hits two home runs yesterday. Gets a day of rest mm. today. Why? I, I, I don't get it, man. I just don't Especially get it. Especially power hitters Vladimir like to hit Guerrero. home runs bunches. 
Vladimir Guerrero also off today. He also hit a home run yesterday. Don't get it. Good news. Jordan Alvarez for the Houston Astros is back in the lineup today. So I'll feel a little better personally about playing him this week as far as those. You know, it's only five games. A couple of them in Colorado. Not going to be able to pass that up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, juicy, juicy matchup there. So good stuff uh, from you, George. And, and uh, stay tuned after our show. George will be uh, joined by Cam Stewart. Weekend wagers. We'll be talking. Uh, what are we talking? Uh, DFS lineups. Uh, you know, the uh, over/unders and some games. Right. Uh, betting options. Uh, hey, the show's called. What's it called? Weekend wagers. So, what do you think we're going to be talking about? Weekend wagers. We uh, <laughs> talk about all the games, all the uh, all the betting opportunities to bet in uh, in the games. Obviously, not this mm-hmm. Yankee Red Sox game, which I'm going to four to two. Man, actually, I might buy it on the over today. What do you know? Not working mm-hmm. out here. Uh, but we were talking about all the only, games. Only here. the fourth uh, DFS is mm-hmm. one of the. F- DFS is one of the first things we'll talk about as, once again, we have to uh, get those lamps in before the 1 o'clock start times there. And the Yankees screw up a rundown. Didi, is that Didi again having a horrific defensive inning here? If that was Didi, that might have been Torres, actually. Uh, Jackie Bradley reached first base in this inning because the shift was on, and Didi cut in front, dove in front of a Torres, who would have made an easy play. And mm. ended up uh, bobbling the ball. They didn't get Bradley, and the Yankees just screwed up a rundown as Torres threw it past uh, DJ LeMay here when they had him picked off here. I actually wonder if this may have been LeMay's fault. Did he miss it? Uh, it, was a, it was a bad play was by high. Torres. He waited too yeah, long yeah. to get it. Yeah. He's got to get there. Probably eh, probably still should have been caught, though. I mean, this is the problem. You got yeah, LeMay, who's not right. a first yeah. baseman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not a first baseman playing first base. So, uh not yeah. a very good uh, hit his they, glove. They did give the error to Torres. Glove, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you caught it, I don't, I don't think he would have gotten the glove down in time anyway, but he would have kept him at first base. Either way, the Yankees screwed this up. So uh, mm-hmm. Bradley on a second base, 4-2 Red Sox, one out, two outs, I'm sorry, in the bottom of the fourth. There you go. There you go. All right. So let's uh, get back uh, to a little fantasy football talk. We were talking quarterbacks. One guy I want to ask you about, uh, you think that the – well, two, two guys I'll ask you about. Deshaun Watson, like I said, uh, number four in terms of ADP up until uh, June 29th. Um, do you think that the Texans have done enough to improve that offensive line to help them out? Have they done enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, not yet. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I think it still has some issues there. But I think part of it is on – I don't know if you want to blame it on Watson, the play calling. Protect the man. Or Watson, mm-hmm. protect yourself. He takes unnecessary hits. I, mm-hmm. I just don't understand why these quarterbacks don't get down. I always go back to that Dallas game. Yeah, Houston won that game last year, but it almost turned their season around because Watson got wrecked. I mean, Jalen Smith was hitting this guy like he was a punching dummy because he was just kept running and not going down. It was the problem that Cam Newton's had. He wouldn't go down. It would take unnecessary hits. Listen, the rules are in place to protect you. Slide. Slide. Take advantage of it. These players are immense. They're running faster than you. They're going to crush you. You know, Cam Newton really was built like Superman, but these hits over the years add up. Deshaun Watson's not as big as Cam. You know, he's going to get hurt. So you hope he gets smarter uh, for that. I, listen, anybody who wants to tell me they're taking Deshaun Watson as the number two overall quarterback behind Mahomes, not going to argue with you. I'm okay with mm-hmm. that. I am okay with that. I think Deshaun Watson could put up those kinds of numbers. I do. Uh, I, I like Deshaun Watson. Uh, I Personally, I'm probably still going to Aaron Rodgers. It may be more of the safer route there, although I do wonder mm-hmm. about this offense, and Rodgers already complaining and bitching and moaning about certain things. <laughs> has me concerned somewhat here. But I think I would still take Aaron Rodgers number two. But Deshaun Watson easily, no matter how you look at it, is top five. Right. Is uh, Baker Mayfield top five? Because he's uh, the number five ADP-wise on this uh, NFC uh, website. Baker Mayfield, fifth and, uh, overall. I mean, not for me, Joe. Uh, no. I agree. Uh, yeah. I, listen, I, I like him. I think Mayfield's good. I, I like him. I do. I like him as well. But mm-hmm. I'm not. T- mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to take him over Matt Ryan? No. Mm-hmm. Ryan had a very good year last year. He's done it before. I'll take Matt Ryan. Uh, Mayfield, <laughs> it's funny how probably the two brashest quarterbacks in football play in the same division. Right? They're gonna, Mayfield's already got his, some of his teammates that don't like him because he keeps mouthing right. off. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we heard that you know, when he said those things about Duke Johnson complaining about the contract. Yep. Players came up to him and said, hey, you can't, you can't mention this. This is not, what, this is not your job. Rule. You know, yeah, yeah. Right. You don't do that. It, the offseason is for business, and Duke Johnson's taking care of business. Now, it's not yours. 
It's none of your mm-hmm. business what's going on here. And he had players that had talked to him. And he should have known better, by the way. I know you can say, oh, second-year player, he didn't know that. Come on. You know not to talk about another player's money. You just don't do that. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a good running game, right? With uh, you know, It's not like they have a bad running game. I don't think they'll throw the ball up and down the field here. I don't know if I trust Kitchens, the, uh, the new coach. I, I, just, I think this is a good team. I think they're going to win double-digit games. I do. I, we, I, Mike and I went over their schedule yesterday. It's not all that tough, especially in the second half. If they can survive mm-hmm. their first half – they're going to be really good because their second hit was cake. So uh, I do like him. He's in my top eight. So I don't think I dropped him all that far. But I'm not going to mm-hmm. take him top five. No, I would take uh, in some order Mahomes, Luck, Rogers, Deshaun, Watson, Ryan. That's my top five. Okay, very good. So let's take a quick look at this uh, FSGA expert draft. Uh, some very familiar names in it. Uh, Digger Turnbull from Forecaster. Mark Zwillinger. Uh, and uh, Tim Jensen from RT Sports, Steve Gardner from USA Today, uh, along with Howard Carmen, Greg Ambrosius, Tom Kessenich from NFFC, uh, Rotoballers Raphael Rab, uh, the Huddles Corey and Ryan Benini, uh, the Crown League Matt Spasta, Lisa Ann from SiriusXM, Colin and the Wolfman, uh, Colton and the Wolfman, I'm sorry, Rotowire's Chris List, uh, Howard Bender from Fantasy Alarm, Mike Clay from ESPN, uh, we know uh, Nando uh, from The Athletic very well, I think he was uh, drafting uh, with uh, Jake, uh, uh, Jakey Jakey there, um, so, uh, so what do you think about this? Yeah, what do you, what do we think, uh, Jake Seely? What do we think about um, the way that this first round transpired? Now Mixon solidly moving into the into the first round. I mean, late first round, but uh, you know, as time is going on, he was more of a second round guy uh, in terms of uh, you know running back. But now creeping into the uh, the first round, I kind of like Mixon, and we've had this conversation before. Uh, I think I think that this new regime uh, in Cincinnati, they're going to want to run the ball more. Hopefully, they've done enough with that up. Offensive line where you know uh, it, it'll uh, allow Mixon to be successful. He's already put up some good numbers last year, but I like Mixon uh, late first round. Well, there's two problems here. One, Jonah Williams gone for the year. First round pick, which is the offensive lineman gone shoulder. Mm-hmm. So the offensive line not all that much better. Two, have you seen mm-hmm. this team? How much <laughs> running are they going to do in the second half? <laughs> they be trailing every game, and it's a bad mm-hmm. team. Uh, this is a bad, bad team, so that's my worries there. Yeah. I do think that Mixon right. will come back down to a second round uh, running back after the injury to Jonah Williams. As time Williams. goes I think on. It's gonna, mm-hmm. As time, time goes on, he'll be a second round back. Listen, mm-hmm. you're going to take him. Don't get me wrong. He's mm-hmm. a running back one. He's a top 12 guy. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm not I, – I think I was a little high. I was high on until the Jonah Williams injury, then it really came crashing back down to earth here as far as that's mm-hmm. concerned. So I like him. I do. But I think eventually he'll be more, more top – 15, 16. Listen, we're, we're splitting hairs here. He went 12th. I'm saying he's going to go four spots lower. Big deal. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, a couple other highlights from the running backs, and now I'm going to even backtrack, but uh, Le'Veon Bell at number six, where I'll be picking in the Scotty Fishball. Uh, you okay with Le'Veon Bell at number six? Yeah, behind them, uh, you know, Melvin Gordon was the seventh uh, running back taken. James Conner, eighth. Mixon ninth, like we mentioned. Damian Williams a little surprising, and uh, you know at, at tenth overall and number eleven in terms of running backs in this particular draft. Todd Gurley. I'm very curious about Gurley. Was going to go in all leagues. I'm just, you know, he's got the arthritis. Yeah. He, they want to work. work yeah. Well, where his uh, work is, uh, is manages load, is manages workload. Couldn't get that out. Uh, but they want to manage his <laughs> workload. You know, they picked up, uh, you know, they drafted a running back, Malcolm Brown's back. I mean, wow. Uh, I'm worried about Gurley. He, he went here, mm-hmm. what, 15th, 16th overall uh, to Mike Clay. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, Clay to Kelsey in the first round. Wow. And then Gurley in the, mm-hmm. in the second round. He's gambling there because he doesn't grab a man. He's gambling big time at running back because if Gurley doesn't work mm-hmm. out, he doesn't have a running back. He didn't take his next running back to round five. And he took Darius Geis. Darius He's Geis. got a lot of competition wow. there, too. Right, Adrian mm-hmm. Peterson's there. Yeah. You got uh, and then he took Carlos uh, Love. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, nobody. He's yeah. got no running backs. If yeah. uh, if Gurley does not work out, Clay's done. He's just, he has no running backs. He pretty much is zero running back there. You know, so mm-hmm. good luck to you. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't draft more running backs lately. They Breida, Bernard here. He's praying at running back. I mean, praying mm-hmm. that Gurley is somewhere near the player he was. And it's it's a gamble because you just don't know. 
with Gurley right now. I am more than likely, he's, he's just like Tyree Kill to me, just different circumstances where unless the value is truly there, I'm not taking him. You know, I, mm. I look at where yeah. Gurley went here at 16. Uh, Chubb went next. Uh, maybe I still take Gurley over Chubb, but it's close. Dalvin Cook, I think I might have taken Cook over both these guys. I think I trust him more than uh, them both. That's it. There was nobody else there I would have taken. But I think my biggest problem with uh, the clay is when you take Kelsey first round, and I've done this in mocks, by the way, taking Kelsey second round, not first round. Granted, he went 13th here, which is sort of the second round in most leagues. I play in 12-team leagues mainly. So that's where the second round is. I don't like my team. I don't like my mm-hmm. team when I take Kelsey early because – running backs are tough. You're just not going to have one you like. It's going to be tough to build mm-hmm. up on it. But I think if I was Mike, I probably would have, you know, if I'm going to take uh, Gurley, I got to take, I can't go Edelman, Woods, Darius, I got to take another running back instead of Edelman or Woods. I just, I don't, I just have to, I don't have a choice. I got to make sure I get a better running back. And maybe I would have taken Mark Ingram, who went one spot after him to Nando in the third round. You know, I, I might have had to do that. Philip Lindsay went about five spots after. I think I would have had mm-hmm. to cover myself. Tariq Cohen, Sony Michelle. I mean, these are all running backs that went after he took Edelman. I just, listen, I, and I like Edelman, but your running backs here, like I said, Gurley and then Darius Geis is your number two. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great points. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, you know, Gurley, unless he falls. What, what, I, I am not interested, and and I, I got into like a little Twitter uh, thing with uh, Jim Day, and uh, Floria was in on it, and whatever. I was kind of the low guy on Gurley. Uh, you know, I mean, look, if you have a hamstring problem, you could cure it. If you have a broken bone, you know, it'll you could fix it. But arthritis is something that just stays with you, you know. And uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I think that when Gurley's on the field, he's going to perform. You know, up up to what you expect, but I agree with kind of what you alluded to when you first started talking about him. They're going to manage his workload. There's no doubt. Uh, so, and you know, when you look at you know the most important games of the Rams season, he wasn't uh, you know on the field. Can't take that chance with where what I need to invest in in my in my fantasy football draft. So I won't be uh, I won't be in on Gurley at all. Anybody who know, listens to me or reads my writing knows that I am risk-averse. In the early parts of my draft, unless I have to take chances, I am risk-averse. And I am not going to spend a second-round pick on Gurley. I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there'll be other guys there that I trust more. And now this could be in certain home leagues I play in where we trade draft picks. I'm down a pick. Okay, I got to roll a dice here. I'm down a, a pick here. I got to hope Gurley is Gurley. But, uh, mm-hmm. oh, my God, also this umpire the strikes on the size of a refrigerator box. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm not going to take chances on Gurley. I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. He's, t- he's called two straight strikes to Gary Sanchez. They look both that looked high. Uh, so I'm just not going to take a chance on Gurley. Not, I'm not going to do it because uh, I'm not going to go for boom or bust. And that's what Gurley is. Not in the second round. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the value has to be there for me and it's not there. You know, Gurley was, right. Gurley cost people championships last year because he disappeared yeah, down the stretch. Absolutely. Right? Just when you need the most. He had the injury. He, like that song. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he had the, he, he got hurt at the KC game. He saw it earlier mm-hmm. on. It looked like he, I thought it was a hyperextension, but he, he hurt the knee again. He wasn't the same player since here. I think, obviously, that's healed, but he has other problems. They didn't draft Daryl Henderson you know, for no reason. You know, They got exactly. Malcolm Brown back. Yeah. They made sure to bring him back. There's a reason they brought these guys there, and they like these guys. They're going to manage his workload. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, any other uh, th- things about this the draft? Were you surprised to see? I mean, we're nitpicking here, but Odell Beckham, Going before Devontae Adams, wide receiver. Yeah, of, of course you don't do that. But that, you know, listen, that's Lisa Ann. What are you going to do? But uh, Devontae Adams, I, he's my uh, number two wide receiver behind Hopkins. He should certainly be ahead of Odell Beckham. I agree with you in terms of Hopkins and Adams. Hopkins number one, Adams number two. But hey, never know, never know. Great uh, talking to you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay tuned for weekend wagers with Cam and George.